You are listening to episode number 39 of the Fit Successful Dad Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Gordon Light. This is episode number 39. Thank you for joining me. And if you are listening to this on the day that it airs, it is Memorial Day in 2017. So happy Memorial Day. And I'm really excited to air this episode today. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I touched on it a little bit in the last episode I recorded, and it is essentially what and how much do you love about the grind or the the struggle, like the hard times. And the reason I bring that up is because if anybody is interested in starting something that is like going, we're going to put the entrepreneurial tag on it, building something from scratch, building a brand, building a business, um, even starting some kind of, of social media thing where they can monetize it and try to draw an income out of it, uh, selling an online uh, physical product or selling a digital product, anything like that. Right. If you're trying to monetize something online, you're going to build a brand uh, of some sort. There is going to be a tremendous amount of work overall across the entire you know, landscape of building that thing. In order to make it successful, there's going to be a tremendous amount of work required. And there's going to be a lot of hard times, difficult times, obstacles that are going to be in your way to get from A to Z or A to, you know, whatever, to get to the point where you're actually considering yourself uh, at a point where you're actually drawing something from it and that you are starting to see signs of success. And if, if you don't have an interest in those hard times and the struggles and the challenges and having to get creative in order to beat competition or get creative in order to figure something out that isn't laid out in front of you and there is no blueprint provided for you, then, then that's something that's going to, you really need to, I guess, take a step back and think about whether or not this is something you really want to do. Uh, so you know, I bring this up because I know a lot of people that start some sort of online business and end up bailing on it in three, six, nine, twelve months because of the amount of obstacles that get in the way. And I'd say the biggest thing that people don't have the ability to practice on a daily basis is the patient part of it, being patient. Uh, but the other thing is is like willingness to get creative. So it seems like to me and through the, a lot of the people that I talk to who are just getting started, they want a, a blueprint handed to them that is, that is a, a, like a step-by-step. Step. Follow these exact steps and you will have a business up and running and you will be drawing a profit from it and you will be on your, your way to like vast successes. And I think... <laughs> Just the, 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 the problem with that is that it's not entirely true. I hate to be the person to step out and just say that following a step-by-step to become a, to become rich or to have a, a vastly successful business or brand, it, it, it's just not something I think is very likely or very common. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I am saying that it's not very common and I don't think it's very realistic to think that. So 
Uh, I am certainly not in a position to, nor do I try to teach people a step-by-step on how to get to a, a very successful position. But I do think that the one thing that is always going to be tried and true uh, is, is hard work and having a, a dedication or a passion or, or some kind of deep interest in confronting and taking on all the challenges and especially all the challenges that arise in the, the, the hard times when stuff is really bad. So like for me, I love problem solving. It's that is in my DNA. That's why I became an engineer. That's why I went to school for that. I've always been fascinated by deeply complex problems, puzzles, mechanical systems, electrical systems, just really, really complicated stuff that needed to be arranged or configured or something in a way to perform a function at the end. So I've always been really big into that going back 30 years at this point. And so that's my thing. That's my strength. And that's what I'm good at. And because of that, I love, I've developed this deep passion for really, really challenging things, right? And what's great about having that, uh, which is kind of coincidental and convenient that I have and passion for that, is that it built like brand building or building a product or building a, a company or a business or something, all that stuff is just littered 100% end to end with challenges, problems, obstacles, uh, issues with cash flow, issues with inventory, potentially uh, issues with like, I don't know, copycats, hackers, people trying to steal your stuff and um, hiring people, payroll, taxes, you know, all this stuff. There's so many problems. Every single day, there's a problem. There's a fire that needs put out. It's just the way it is. And if there's no fires to be put out, then your energy is put towards propelling yourself forward and figuring, figuring out issues on how to uh, get yourself to the next level, how to scale, even if it's a little bit. Not everyone wants a 10, 20, 50, $100 million company, obviously, but in order to get to the next level, even if that level is from 100,000 to 200,000, there's a scaling factor there that's going to present a challenge. And that challenge is going to have its own unique set of things, depending on what that that business or that brand or that company or whatever is. And so if you don't have an interest in that and you don't have a passion or a desire to figure to to be confronted with an issue that's going to require you to figure out your own unique way of dealing with it, then I think maybe you probably need to step back a little bit and figure out what you really, really want to do. It's perfectly okay to build a small little brand if you have to do something, right? If you're just absolutely dying to have some sort of entrepreneurial side thing, it's perfectly okay to just kind of go into like an Amazon.com based physical products brand, private labeling something. That's perfectly okay. A lot of people make a lot of money doing that. And that's great. You don't have to build that into a huge brand. That's going to present itself with its own set of challenges. The thing with Amazon and Amazon-based businesses is that there's so many people in it that so many people have encountered pretty much every issue that you are going to encounter. And you can probably find a resource to help you or pay someone to help you get 
through that problem, whatever it is. And so, you know, if that's the type of thing and with all of the, like the, I guess the quote unquote security that comes with that, you know, there's so many people who have been there, done that. Then, um, if that is something that sounds more up your alley, then by all means go for it. And especially if you are in a situation where you have a family and you're really trying to like double down on this family life balance thing, but you also want to bring in more income. That's an awesome way to do it. That's a great way to do it. Um, a lot of people seem to be interested in building some huge brand, starting a website, doing e-commerce, trying to drive traffic and go into Amazon. And uh, now that crowdfunding is becoming more popular, people want to go into crowdfunding too. And you know, there's a lot of pieces to all of those things. And I applaud anybody who wants to go into all that stuff especially considering all the challenges that come with it. And, but here's the thing, not everyone is built to take on all those challenges by themselves. If you have a team, that's a little bit different, but the whole point of this podcast episode, and the reason I'm ranting about this stuff is because I want to circle back around and put an emphasis, an emphasis on the fact that there is a ton of, of hard times ahead in any of this stuff that I ever talk about. And I don't care what anyone says, building any online business is not going to be easy. Some of them are easier than others, but none of them are easy. And there is no set amount of hours required per week or per month in order to make it successful. Every single one is unique. Every single one is different. Every supplier is different. Every product is different. Every customer audience uh, base is different. The market changes constantly. There is no straight up step-by-step blueprint. It doesn't exist. Now, since I've started the Fit Successful Dad podcast not too long ago, I have had quite a few people email me or DM me and ask me about podcasting. And the emails or the DMs usually have some sort of context like, hey, uh, Gordon, I'm super interested in starting a podcast. I really think that I have a cool message and I want to get it out there. I have a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, let me pick your brain a little bit, you know, and ask me a whole bunch of questions or pitch some stuff to me and ask me about sometimes it's basic things like equipment or whatever, but sometimes it's like the actual, like the step-by-step, how do you start a podcast? How do you make a name? How do you pick your content? How do you find people to interview? How do you, um, like structure your, your weeks? How do you structure your release, um, strategy? You know, how many times a week, that kind of thing. And how do you get involved in a, uh, a host, a media host? How do you get on iTunes? Like all the pieces that go into it all the way down to very specific stuff. Like how do you actually record a podcast? How do you mix it together? And there's so many pieces to it. And like the, the takeaway at the end is like, I could, I could give you an answer to all those things. It would take me hours to put it all together. And I'm always extremely willing to help people as well. So it's, it's not that, but here's the thing. Like it's almost, uh, it's almost like that, you know, teach a man to fish kind of thing. I, I think that if you want something bad enough, it's, it's something you would go out and figure out a little bit on how to do like it's, it, you would, you would find a way first before going to a resource and asking them, Hey, can you help me, you know, give me the exact steps on how you do this thing. Um, but I think before, like people who really, really want it, instead of going that route first, they would go to some sort of search engine, like a, like a Google, like a, a YouTube, Yahoo or something and search for how other people have done it. Research, 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 you know, try and fail a few times and then go to someone and say, Hey, I, I really need 
just some advice or some help on, you know, how exactly do you do this thing? And I am not putting down anybody who is reaching out and asking about podcasting, but I am interested in trying to empower people to try and go and find answers to those questions for themselves without going and trying to have it handed to them. There's just something about the grind of going to a search engine or something and trying to search for something and going layer after layer through blogs and YouTube examples and other write-ups and documents and white papers and all this stuff to find answers to questions and then piecing it together and then trying whatever it is that's being recommended, trying to execute on it, failing, figuring it out. And then ultimately, like I've talked about before, learning what not to do before figuring out how to actually do it. And that's how I figured out podcasting. And I went and I had to learn how to build a website for the first time in WordPress, did that. And then I had to go and learn how to a, a hosting a domain host worked. I had to go learn how a media host worked. I had to go learn how the whole iTunes algorithm um, functions as best I could and how to get integrated with iTunes and how to get integrated with Stitcher and how to uh, get our, my final file formats into formats available for the RSS feed and learn how to like post one and then set up a schedule. Um, and that's not even counting like content creation. That's not even counting how to find people to interview or how to uh, generate content to talk about every Monday and Wednesday and Friday. And speaking of which, I might as well talk about that now. So interviewees, people ask about interviewees. How do you find people to interview? Well, it's that's another thing. There is no blueprint to finding people to interview. There's just not. So that's something that no matter what your niche is, is going to be specific to you every single time. So how I find people to interview, I've done this many different ways. I have looked up um, authors of books. That's a pretty popular one. A lot of people do that. So that one was pretty easy to find as a recommended method online, meaning I would go find a book through Amazon or you know some other top book sales lists on the internet, I would look at all the authors and I would email all the authors if it was relevant to my niche and I would tell them about myself and I would explain about their mission being something that I'm interested in and then wanting to have them on the interview or on the podcast for an interview and then I would invite them on and for every, I don't know, 10 I would send out, I might get one maybe. And then out of those one maybes, maybe two or three would be a yes. I'd have to go through PR people. Uh, sometimes it was a hassle and sometimes it was pretty easy. Uh, but that's just authors. And as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, I have a whole variety of people. Um, I do have some people from my mastermind. You know, that was the same thing. I probably asked 30 people and I think I got like seven or eight, nine yeses. I mean, it wasn't a lot. The yield was pretty low. And even um, I'd say a good 10 more said yes, definitely. And then blew me off for some reason or another, whether they didn't have time or ultimately decided they didn't want to do it, you know, uh, and that's fine. You know, I don't hold that against them. But the point is like, when I ask somebody, I ha I pretty much expect them to say no. Every single request that I send out, I expect to be a no. So that when when, when the no actually rolls in, then it just, you know, it just, okay, great. I, you know, I forget about it as fast as I read it basically. And at the same time, I, I don't expect anything from anybody that I reach out to. I don't expect anything from anybody that I 
that I communicate at all with about the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Uh, and that has changed my ability to do business um, in so many ways. But, um, you know, so that's, that's interviews. That's my masterminds. That's how I find authors. But let's not forget the other people too. Like I will reach out continuously to people on Instagram, people on um, and other social media platforms, people on YouTube a lot, um, blogs, you know, entrepreneurs like that are listed on websites and have articles and white papers. You know, I'm always researching, always trying to figure out who I want on the show. And I've probably, I've probably reached out to 300 people at this point and I get a lot of no's or I get no responses or I'll get a no six weeks later. (laughs) It's just the way it is. And I don't mind. I honestly don't mind because for every 20, 30, I send out, I get one back. And the ones that I get back are the ones that end up being pretty much like the right fit for the show. So I don't mind it. It's a, it's part of it. It's got its own grind kind of aspect to the show. In fact, making content is very simple. Once I have the, like the, the topic figured out, creating the top, the content is simple. I like to talk. So recording the podcast is simple. I even like to interview. So the actual act of interviewing people is very, very simple for me. It's very easy. It's enjoyable. It's the, all the stuff in the, the, the back, the back end behind the scenes. That's the stuff that takes work. You're listening to this episode right now. It's probably going to end up being about 20, 25 minutes, but putting this together, you know, all together is going to be probably closer to an hour and a half, you know, and then the interview episodes, those are probably for every hour episode that I do that includes an interview is probably closer to about three, three and a half hours. That's just where I'm at with my production times. And that's spread out across the course of however many days it takes me to do that. But that's about what it is. So that's part of the challenge. That's part of the, that's one of the, one of the obstacles that comes up with, with just podcasting specifically. All right. But let's talk about like building a new brand. So I'm building a new brand and there's a whole set of challenges that come along with that. And I've done this before in the past, but never as good as I'm doing it with this one because those previous brands that I built, I made a lot of mistakes on. And those mistakes have allowed me to learn essentially, like I said before, what not to do. So I made a lot of mistakes in the past and going forward, I won't make those mistakes again. At least I'm trying not to, right? They won't be intentional. And having those mistakes kind of weeded out on the earlier stuff, um, I think will allow this next brand to be a lot more successful. So there's a lot of things that are going into this that I completely overlooked previously. And these are critical things. And I can tell you that some of the the obstacles that have come along with this, besides the whole prototyping thing, which has become, um, I won't say a debacle, but it's been, it's had its own set of unique challenges specific to the prototyping phase. Uh, besides the prototyping stuff, there are complications with setting up the e-commerce site. There are problems, complications with setting up um, Amazon to be another like traffic source and sales channel. There are complications with building the audience. So the audience is going to be a huge part of this type of brand. And especially where this is a very Instagram friendly, you know, visual based brand, um, that it's very important that I have that audience because that will be a, probably a big source of the traffic is having, you know, repeated, repeated images, uh, that are, that cater to the brand out there on Instagram multiple times a day at very specific times, you know, in certain scenes and whatever lifestyle shots. Um, you know, it's very, very important that I have that. And because I'm presented with that, 
uh, that's just one more challenge that I'm adding to the list, you know? So, you know, people also ask me, why do you bother doing the Fit Successful Dad podcast? And, you know, it just goes back to what I said in episode one. I I enjoy talking about the stuff. I, it kind of helps keep me accountable for some of the things I'm working on. And I'm also using it as a form to document my my whole path here as I go along while providing and creating content. So not only do I get to interview other successful entrepreneurs and essentially blame the Fit Successful Dad podcast as the reason for that, uh, but I also get to use my own journey as documented content to publish one to two times a week and kind of put that out into the world. So I know that there are plenty of people starting new brands, starting new like projects, building new businesses every single day. And if I can resonate with any of them whatsoever, so they can see the path that I'm going down and seeing some of the obstacles that I'm encountering, then maybe, you know, they can take something away from that. So it's a, it's a multi-headed kind of you know, beast of an answer, uh, or, you know, a rationale for, for building this, but the podcast has been great. I've really enjoyed it and I want to continue to keep it going. And even though it presents its own set of challenges, so I'm always looking for people to interview only if they fit the criteria. And I'm always looking for ways to take my current journey and kind of transform that into useful, valuable content. So the reason for this episode, the reason I even put this episode out there is because I've spent the last few weeks, especially going through some extremely challenging obstacles with the brand as I get it up and running. And I keep referring to it as the brand, but I'm (laughs) I get closer every single week to a point where I can finally announce it. In fact, I just got some pictures from my supplier of my final two prototypes or what I hope are my final two prototypes. And they're 99% done. They're just waiting on one little minor detail to be added. And I have to say they look awesome. And I am very, very pleased with the way they turned out. Plus, now that I see everything kind of fleshed out and I have visuals of everything, 99%, um, I think that go. I feel very confident, extremely confident going forward with my uh, my crowdfunding campaign. There are some features built into this product that are not really prevalent on the market. So I think it's going to be something that a lot of people are going to see, and they're going to uh, they're just going to really like it. Um, now, you know, again, I did tons of market research on this, and I do mean tons of market research on this. And I have a campaign manager in place for my crowdfunding campaign who's done a ton of his own research on this. And we feel really good about it. But now just seeing everything in person, it just it brings a realism to it that I uh, that I, I just didn't have in my head yet. So um, so it's cool. I'm really excited. And I'm really excited to share it. And I'm really excited to get the brand kind of up and off the ground. So uh, tons of challenges ahead. There's going to be, I can tell you right now, there's going to be cash flow challenges. There's going to be inventory challenges. There's going to be um, shipment, you know, international versus domestic shipping challenges. There's going to be inventory, um, like physical placement challenges. There's going to be challenges with Amazon. I am using Amazon as a secondary channel, but it won't be the primary channel. So there's a chance that the Amazon channel may actually phase out. That's the funny thing too. Amazon's great for e-commerce, but I know plenty of brands that do not thrive on Amazon, but they thrive on their own e-commerce store. 
And that's, that's a real situation that I may end up having to deal with. I mean, I may send them hundreds of this product in multiple colors and then see a very, very slow churn on the Amazon, you know, the Amazon cog. And I may end up pulling a bunch of these back. You know, I can recall inventory. I may do that, especially if I see a, like a huge churn in my e-commerce store, you know, so I'm just going to kind of have to play that out, figure it out. And again, it creates a whole new set of obstacles. And I am like, dying to be in a position where I can actually go at those obstacles. <laughs> I'm serious. Like right now I'm waiting for my final products to be done. I'm getting this crowdfunding campaign thing going, but let's say that all pans out. You know, I am already looking, I'm already putting myself in the position to take on those obstacles like four or five, six months before there are even real obstacles, real tangible obstacles. I have my own set of obstacles now and I'm already thinking ahead of how I'm going to take those on because I know how I'm going to take on my immediate issues, like the ones that are right in front of me. I already know how I'm going to take those on and I have the the patience and the ability to kind of like see me executing on those now and I can actually use some brain space to think ahead of how I'm going to take on the next ones and I, I can tell you right now, I can already anticipate uh, a certain set of those. And and it's just going to be awesome. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm really excited for the challenge that it's going to bring. And I guess the whole point of me even talking about all that is to just kind of remind everybody to, to think of the why that they have, right? I mean, messing around with building a brand and stuff is cool and fun, but like, what is the why? What is the purpose? You know, we've talked about that many, many times. A lot of people bring that up. And I think the reason that a lot of people bring that up and that's because I'm starting to see it big time is that, you know, we go through like as entrepreneurs, we go through so many challenges and so many things that would keep a lot of people, including us actually up at night, late, always thinking about this stuff, always grinding through, constantly problem solving, wondering, you know, what I'm going to do with this money, where I'm going to get more money to do this thing. Uh, it's this constant set of, of things that most people probably want nothing to do with, right? They have a steady job, a steady salary, and they want to focus on that and use their free time to do fun stuff that's not challenging like this. And I just want to make sure that if you go into something like this, that you expect the challenge and that you have a passion or some kind of like deep rooted interest on, on going after this and bringing with the, you know, the, the reward at the end or the set of rewards, um, bringing with that is this constant set of things and obstacles to get past. So, you know, my why is very specific and it's personal and yours should be very specific and personal as well. So just think about that and think about the obstacles that are going to be in the way between you and that, that, that end point that's tied and bound to the why that you put on paper in the first place. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode and also to take this opportunity one more time, just to remind everybody to really niche down, define that why, right? Define what it is very, very, very specifically and go after it. Definitely go after it, but go after it with the expectation that is going to take some serious work, right? It's going to take a lot of work to get there and that's okay. Love the work, right? Keep the why in the back of your head at all times. It does make it a little bit easier, but if you want to win, you have to want 
the challenge. You have to love the challenge at least a little bit, right? You have to love the fight. So keep that in mind, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.